Breaking news, the alleged architect of Team Trump's fake elector plot in 2020 now cooperating in yet another criminal investigation. CNN confirming that Ken Chesbro has agreed to work with investigators looking into efforts to overturn the election in the state of Nevada. At the center of that investigation, fake electors for Trump. So Kyung Law went to Nevada and she tracked them down in this story that you will see first here out front. In Northwest Nevada, nestled among the mountains in the Truckee River Valley, we find in this quiet Reno Public Library two state Republican leaders who don't want to answer our questions. You haven't spoken it. You're not going to comment on whether you've spoken to anybody. That's going on, right? Uh, but so you do understand I, it's a. Please, it's a, if you would turn that off, we have nothing to talk about really on that. Yeah, I have nothing to say. Yeah, I don't have any contacted by investigators. What about the testimony in Georgia? The case that's on that. This is Nevada Republican Party National Committeeman Jim DeGraffenried and Nevada Republican Vice Chairman Jim Hindle. They're also known to state investigators as fake electors. This is them on December 14th, 2020. All right, electors, that is six votes certified for President Donald J. Trump. But Trump lost Nevada in 2020 by 33,000 votes. Joe Biden won Nevada's 6th electoral votes. Not that you'd know if you were watching this live-streamed gathering posing as an official event. Right. Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida, having received 6 electoral votes, uh, is declared the um, winner of the electoral votes for the state of Nevada. The document they signed that day became part of a charade seeking to undermine voters' faith in democracy. Now leading up to 2024. We've been making the roadshow around uh, the, the state. Crisscrossing the state, talking about next year's caucus, while Nevada's attorney general is investigating their actions in 2020 for possible criminal conduct. A source tells CNN that Kenneth Chesbrough, the attorney who helped orchestrate the Trump campaign's fake electors plot, is now cooperating with Nevada investigators. Chesbrough already pleaded guilty in the Georgia election subversion case. Is there any no. irony in you going around with, as you, to use your words, the roadshow, talking about 2024 when in 2020 you signed this I'm fake elector document? Questions. I apologize, but you, you know, I'm, this is not something I will entertain. Do you still believe Trump won? Yeah, it's irrelevant. Um, the Electoral College elects the president, and so the Electoral College elected Joe Biden, and so Joe Biden is the president. But how do you explain what happened in 2020? That ceremony you participated in and the document you signed. Again, no comment on that. We contacted all of Nevada's six fake electors about the state attorney general's investigation. I'm looking for Sean Meehan. This is him. And this is Meehan in 2020. Sean Meehan. In the attorney general's investigation of the fake electors. I have no comment on that. I'm trying to reach Mr. McDonald again. The leader of the fake electors, Michael McDonald. Current Nevada Republican chairman was center stage just last month. Trump! Trump! One of Trump's closest allies in the West. I want to thank Michael. He's been fantastic right from the beginning. McDonald has been summoned by both the January 6th grand jury and in the Georgia fake electors case but did not reply to our calls. Still it out there. bothers me to no end. Yes, and I know a number of Republicans 
that just wish that they would go away. Amy Tarkanian is the former Nevada Republican chairwoman and is now an appointed advisor with the Secretary of State who believes Nevada needs to protect democracy. It's important to address it because you want to make sure that everyone sees that these people are spreading lies and it's malicious. There does need to be some repercussions, so it will make people think very, very hard about trying to pull this kind of garbage off ever again. Kyung is with me now. I mean, it's amazing to see that, Kyung, how they, how they didn't want to speak, how one of the men actually, though, now is, you know, who's the one announcing that Trump won the Electoral College in Nevada, now saying, oh, Biden did and admitting it. Uh, just a few weeks ago, I know Nevada officials had indicated nothing would happen in this investigation. So what's changed? Well, we can tell you that something very different changed, and that name begins with Ken Chesbro in the state of Georgia. He pled guilty, and after doing that, the terms of his uh, the terms of his plea deal did change, and that allowed him to travel now to Nevada and to another state, the state of Arizona, where the attorney general in Arizona had told previously to CNN that there is a quote robust investigation happening there. Now, two sources familiar with the Arizona case tell CNN that it does appear that Chesbro is now talking to Arizona investigators, although the concrete details of how quickly that case moves along, we just don't know quite yet, Aaron. All right, Kyung, thank you very much. So Ryan Goodman's uh, with me now. Okay, so you hear Kyung talk about Ken Chesbro going to cooperate in Nevada, uh, obviously pled uh, in Georgia, central in Arizona, where we'll see where that goes. What's the significance of this? So I think it's very significant. Uh, Chesbro is thought of as being a chief architect of the false electors scheme across the different <clears throat> states. And in Nevada in particular, he in fact writes in a memo that the Nevada is the, an extremely problematic state because the meeting of the electors requires the Secretary of State to oversee it. And so he's already identified Nevada as extremely problematic for them because the law does not allow them to do what they did. So it's there in writing. So he has a lot of legal jeopardy in Nevada. And usually prosecutors are not going to try to flip somebody if they are higher up. As a chief architect, they are doing that to go after somebody higher up in the chain of command. Right. So if he's cooperating in yeah. all of these instances, right, and, and as the chief architect, then what does that mean? It doesn't necessarily mean, it doesn't, it shouldn't be that it points downward, it should point upward. And there are two people above him. Donald Trump and maybe Rudy Giuliani. You could say Rudy Giuliani is on the same plane. I think it's trouble for them most of all. Right, but very significant. You're now seeing it in multiple states, right? This is a strategy. It's not just Georgia. Yes. Um, all right, you saw Kyung try to talk to uh, two of those uh, alleged fake electors in Nevada. And I just want to play some of that again because it really did stand out. Here it is. I haven't spoken that you're not going to comment on whether you're spoken on anything that's going on, right? Uh, so you do understand it's a please, to, if you would turn that off, we have nothing to talk about really on that. Yeah, I have nothing to say. I don't, I don't have, have any contacted by the What about your testimony in Georgia? The case of on that. So if Chesbro is cooperating fully, what does it mean for them? I think if I were them and their attorneys, I, they should be very worried and maybe need to think themselves of cooperating because Chesbro can seriously implicate them. The day after that memo that he writes where he's the architect and that's his blueprint, the day after he reaches out to them, uh, to the Republicans in Nevada and says, okay, I'm the point person on this plan. 
So what could he do but actually hurt them as well criminally by now turning and cooperating with the prosecutors? Right, They've right. got to be trouble. Right. As trib- you say, even though it's it's pointing up, most likely, yes. uh, a lot of downstream would, would, would go down as well. Absolutely. All right, so um, Donald Trump, the appeals court today, reinstated the gag order against him and his legal team in the Trump org fraud, Trump org fraud trial. This has been going back and forth, right, this gag order, but it's back in place now. So what are the actual implications of this? I think it bolsters the judge in the case. It's not just him now that will enforce the gag order, but he has the imprimatur of the appeals court behind him saying your gag order is appropriate. And in fact, in the courtroom, he does just that. He says, I'm going to enforce these gag orders rigorously and vigorously. And so for Donald Trump, I think that's a particular concern for him because the judge has already fined him twice. And at a certain point, fines run out, and you start really thinking this would be jail time. If we're an ordinary defendant in a case, that would be very likely. What might save him is that his name is Donald Trump. But otherwise, I think he's got to be concerned about that. And it also empowers the district court and the Court of Appeals in D.C., which is currently deciding whether or not to reimpose the gag order there. I think it makes it more likely that they will, because they've now gotten a kind of boost of legitimacy that these things are correct. All right. Ryan, thank you.